Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to a very noisy Ibrox Stadium. Um, I just happen to be directly under the speaker. So yes, hello and welcome along to the action here from your final pre-season game of the season. Before such, we started in this season. Has, has, have any of the listeners heard such a humble brag before? <laughs> We're doing this live from Ibrox, hence the noise. Yeah. Isn't it disastrously wonderful? It's not. I hate dance music. I hate dance music. So, yeah. I'm joined by Scotty and Stu. Scotty, how are you? Good. Good. I don't mind a bit of dance music. Uh, it probably beats some of the strike that I've heard recently. But, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I know Stuart Henderson's right in the comments. That's a copyright strike right away, isn't it? That's, <laughs> that's what that is. Cause I'm guessing that everybody can hear it loud and clear. Um, but, yeah. There you go. So, yeah, we're here to react to Rangers' final pre-season game of the season. Rangers won Tottenham Hotspur 2. Um, before we get into the, the reaction on that, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, please do like and subscribe. Um, if you're all on Twitter, give us a wee like, a follow and a wee retweet. Scotty, that's how you do an intro. Uh, do, do you know what? I was actually just thinking that. That's exactly what I yesterday. So, thank you very much. Uh, we, it's such a shame we're going to miss that tunnel announcement. But... Uh, those that tuned in yesterday will notice I'm back again. So absolutely delighted to be here, be allowed back on. Uh, JB, you didn't watch the game. What are you doing here? What? What are you doing, mate? Oh, I think Mike, no, he's giggling away in the background. I think the, uh, I, I don't think yeah, the viewers how many people it takes to run this pod it's not straightforward you know we've got Danny at home we've got Martin at Ibrox we've got Stu I 
and, uh, so safe. Some, some, like, in a basic uh, cell. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Steve? But yeah, good, okay. let's get let's get into it before I end up deaf. Um, we've currently got Wolf Marshall down in the press room asking the gaffer questions, so I will report that back to you um, as soon as I get it. Um, Scotty, I'm going to go and mute when I'm not talking because that music is doing my nothing. Um, Rangers won Tottenham Hotspur two. What's your takeaway from our final preseason game? Uh, absolutely brilliant run out. To be fair, uh, <clears throat> after the first ten minutes, I was a bit like. Oof. They seem far more prepared than uh, we are for this, and they were right in our faces. They pressed so well, so. Well. But we got to grips with the game, and we pressed them back. So I was actually really, really happy with that. Uh, energy levels kept it up for the ninety minutes. We didn't make as many changes as they did. Um, there are some concerns, not just individually, but in the team as a shape. But I think that's more down to new personnel, players coming in perhaps unfamiliar with the style that we usually play. So if you think uh, one of the key points that points is probably John Suter at the back. He was coming up against Kulisevsky, who <laughs> it's probably a bit unfair to criticise him and him and Borna when you're coming up, coming up against Kulisevsky, Kane and Son in your probably first real challenge. But I'm going to go there anyway, so bear with me. It's going to be a really good learning experience when he watches that back, him and Borna, in how they're going to work together. And I think the problem came where they they would never have had that test before playing a game or in training. So the only way to learn, well, the only way to get better is to actually learn from this. So that's a really good test. I think I'm not going to get bogged down and say, right, okay, well, certain players should have performed better. Uh, but I am going to be really positive and say Matondo, he looks like an absolute menace. Really excited to see him absolutely start flying on the right. Kent start flying on the left when he gets going. Lundstrom in the middle looks like he's just continuing on from last season, which is really, really key for us moving forward. Uh, Kolach, his link-up play is superb. He's a real battler. And we've been dying out or crying out for a, a Morelos not necessarily a replacement, but someone that can step in. And I think we've got that and potentially, hopefully, uh, a little bit more because we just want players getting better and better. Anyway, I've rambled on for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, well, i tell you what, we'll, we'll dissect everything that Scotty said there, Stu, but I think we'll start with the defence. Um, there was a couple of times, especially in that first half, that Kulasevsky just turned to him. And as soon as he turned him, he was away. And it was so evident that, you know, Kulosevsky isn't the fastest, I don't think, but he's a lot more pacey than Suter, so when he got past them, it showed. But I think the defence today, especially in that first half, actually, deserve a lot of credit, because you're playing against Kane and Son, who are they're one of the most deadliest duels in Europe, and Kulosevsky, who's slotted right into that Tottenham team towards the end of last season, no problem. So I think, especially in that first half, our defence deserve a whole load of credit. Yeah, I think... It's it's hard to criticise because I think you've got to remember as well that they were um you're gonna <laughs> big fluke but, um it's it's hard to criticise at times because you, you forget how good Tottenham are. I mean the movement in the first sort of ten fifteen minutes from was outrageous at times. We couldn't we literally couldn't deal with it for the first ten fifteen minutes and uh, we were trying to get up the pitch but we were getting caught out so many times and then we just adjusted I thought and and it was just like everyone switched on. 
I think it's, it was hard to criticise Sutton. I actually thought he had a poor second. I thought the first half he wasn't too bad, but Kudelewski was was unreal at times. You know, I thought he was their best player in the first half uh, by quite a distance. Um, it was a shame he ruined it with that that horrendous dive in the second half. But um, up until then, he was he was uh, yeah he was very good and, and he was sort of causing us all sorts of problems. But it's you know these are new guys and Suit has not played at that level anywhere near that level before. So it's, it's going to take time for him for him to come up to it and. You know, he had the confidence to, to still try and play his own way, but obviously it wasn't coming off at times. But overall, you know, it, it's just such a great test for him because they're only going to get better playing playing at that level. Do you know what? And it's not even just that, Scott. I think we also have to take into consideration that people can look at Tottenham and go, you know, they haven't been, you know, right up there since Pochettino left. They've been a bit part and whatever happened under Mourinho. They're not a top four team in England, if you like. Um, but this is a Tottenham team who have now had just under a year under one of the best managers in the world, under Conte. It's their first full pre-season under Conte as well. So you're probably coming up against the, probably the best version that Tottenham's been for a, a good few years. Without without a doubt, this, uh, this... The way I put it, the expectation of this Tottenham team will not be to scrape fourth place. This... The expectation of this Tottenham team is going to be to disrupt the top of the table. Um, Antonio Conte doesn't do runners-up, third place, fourth place. Put it that way. So everything that's built in that team is with the ambition to be great. It's not going to be like Pochettino where it's like, oh, if we do well, then yeah, well done, pound back. Um, and, you, and you can see that right from the off because... They, I don't believe that they treated this like a pre-season friendly. Yeah, okay, they made some changes and uh, brought on some fresh legs and get some, you know, metaphorical meat. Um, but yeah, they it's, it's, it's just a fantastic test for us to see where we are. Uh, I don't think we're that far off in terms of technical ability. I think we're miles away from In terms of fitness... And in terms of being ready for the season and where we want to be, we are not that far off, which is primarily what I would focus on at the moment. I've seen a lot of seen a lot in the comments, probably a bit too negative in my life. Um, and I think we need a bit of perspective. Uh, you know, I, you know, you just have to say like we're playing a team that's worth a strike off the bench. No, you know what, do you know what, Scott? You're saying that, right? We didn't have a replacement for Michael Foucault that's come off the bench. No, but and but, but we're playing a team, and I, get, I agree with you. They're they're expected to do things in England this season. <clears throat> See, after that initial kind of first five minutes, I thought that we actually took control of the game in that first half. I think we took control of the ball. We created most, if not all, of the chances, and. In fact, before I come to Glen Kamara, just on that, I actually thought the first half, I don't know if it was so much Spurs were just trying to calm it down and feel their way into the game or whatever, but I was really, really impressed with that first half performance from Rangers. Yeah, as I said earlier, like once we settled, we, we looked really, really good. It caught us a few times on the counter, but it was it was, it was was almost positive that they, they had to hit us on the counter. We, we were, you know, controlling the ball and, and sort of camped in their hearts at times, which is... It was just really good to see, and I thought for for our players to have that confidence, that, that was the big thing for me because so often we've seen over the years you play a good side, a side that are better than you, 
and it's easy to sit back and just let them play around with the ball. But we went right in their face and, and we were just confident all through the pitch. Everyone wanted the ball. Everyone still tried the things that Gio was showing them. And it's not it's it's so big for us to play our game, not let people impose their game on us. We, and you know, we've showed that we showed it against Dortmund last season and, and it's it's good to see that that's something that we're going forward with that no one is going to impose their game on us. We're always going to try our thing and and um yeah, just that first like, obviously it dipped a little in the second, but the intensity is going to die, especially in the pre-season. But, I mean, the positives are huge from that first half for me. And that, do you know what, Scotty? Just on that very point, Grant, um, McRoberts, in the, thank you very much, Grant, again, for the Super Chat as well. Really, really greatly appreciated. Just on that, about the way that we play, he, Grant's saying, I actually like the look of our playing style. It's just hard to come up against an elite manager and two elite forwards. Their trophy drought will end. But the confidence that these Rangers players are showing, they go up against a, a team... Uh, uh, Tottenham's calibre and listen West Ham are no mugs either you know what I mean but Tottenham are just that level above West Ham but for us to go out in that first half and play the way that we played it showed a lot of bottling character as well uh, just just a quick note Martin you must have some clout to get him to turn off that, that music hey. uh, thank you um, I don't mess about alright the, the no mugs and re- reiterating the point um, I really enjoyed the fact that we were cool calm very much uh, create a lot of time for ourselves in possession. Uh, didn't always look to rush the pass. When we did play the pass forward, it was actually quite excisive, accurate, which is really key. And it was played with pace and intent. Uh, it, it, you know, it wasn't just aimless balls over the top into the channels or, or in tight areas. It was into feet and players were turning, turning on the ball, laying the ball off, uh, working the ball out. We worked the ball out into the channels really, really well. And that is the benefit of having Tavon Matondo on one side and Barisic on the other, because it's not like the defensive players are recognised they cannot overload one particular side and nullify that effect. So that is uh, really encouraging to go going forward. Um, yeah, all can, all I, can I just can I just interject to me, uh, Scotty, just for two seconds? Where I don't really know so much if it's breaking news, but I've just had a message from Wilf, who's in the press room right now. And Gio has said that he is hopeful of announcing Gilmaz in the coming days. And as soon as that's done, unless players leave, that will be the transfer business done for the season. Well, there goes our rumour rumor conversation yesterday when we were talking about, what's his name, Petrani? Um, oh, well, they, were talking about, they were talking about Suarez today as well, which was funny. But yeah, oh, so Gio, Gio has said that if, uh, he hopes to announce Yomas, and unless any players leave, that will be the end to Rangers transfer business. Sorry, Scotty. Uh, I can't remember what I was saying, don't worry. <laughs> okay, Glenn Kamaras, too. It's somebody I have to talk about. I personally um, do believe that he has been a player of pre season, I think he's been absolutely outstanding. And again, we'll touch on the second half in a minute, but I want to stay with the positives. That first half, he was by far for me the best player on that pitch. Uh, I think he was the best player on that pitch, and I think he was the best player on the pitch against West Ham for most of mm-hmm. it as well. Um, he's back to his old self, and it's sort of that, that fickle thing of football where you know when he when he dipped last season, and we've you know we'd be lucky to get six seven million for this guy. Whereas before we're saying 15, 20, and now it's back to that sort of, oh, this guy's so good, he's, he's that good. And, you know, he's, he's 50K and we're going to make millions off him. Um, he's clearly got that talent. And, and sometimes I think he, he lost his way a little bit last season, whether that was with the manager change, he, he didn't know his role that well. You know, obviously Gerald played him so deep. And, and um, I think Gio does play him a little further forward. 
but he's just excelling and, and when he's got that ball he's just he's missed the call isn't he? He's, he yeah that i think it was so early in the game as well when we were a little bit under the caution the first time we come forward and they were pressing us every moment and that first time they went and pressed Glenn Kamara and he's just done that little drag back and, and turned the guy inside out. It just created all that space, all that time. And I think he just settled the whole team, to be honest, which is what he does. He sort of conducts play a lot and, and he settles us. So, um, yeah, he's, he's a big one for me. And, and I knew we were going to lose players this season, but I hope one of them isn't going to be Glenn Kamara because I think he's going to be massive. Before the start of pre-season, I would probably have put Glenn Kamara at the top of my list as players who I would probably be less sad, if that makes sense, of the mm, leave. Yeah, no, um, but I'm watching this pre-season, Scotty, and I'm watching the way that Gio wants to play, and I'm watching Kamara play in that system. And now I'm thinking to myself, he's even more valuable now than what he was when Gerard first brought him in and he had that outstanding spell. I truly believe that he's probably one of, and this is just my own personal opinion, I think he could end up being one of the most important players under Gio. I don't think you're far wrong. Um, I hate agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've always been, I, you know, ever since he signed, I said, uh, well, once he gets in the first team, he won't, won't get out of the first team. I mean, he's just a, a really silky, beautifully talented footballer with super feet. Um, I think we've seen with any footballer that, you know, it is a confidence game and perhaps he's gone, not gone through the most confident spell. I think Gio needs a bit of recognition. I need to give him a bit of recognition that he finds he's somehow finding a system where he recognises he's got talent to play, but he recognises that these players just can't play anyway. So he's finding a system that complements everyone. Unfortunately, it does come up come with sacrifices to some players that people may not like. I'm not going to name names. Uh, <laughs> I can work out who. Uh, <laughs> but what we've got, I think, what we're seeing is two holding midfielders that perhaps in some games. We may not like because we're thinking, well, why do we need two holding midfielders? But then when we look at Lundstrom playing along with Kamara, and I think what Gio tried to work out is whether Kamara could play this role, is Lundstrom will start making those runs further forward and joining the attack rather than Kamara, because we saw Kamara obviously last season playing a more advanced role. And he had a limited around that amount of success, but I don't think long term it would work. So I think it's going to be the two of them, Kamara staying deep. And again, saw today Kamara very much doing that Ryan Jack covering role. And if we can get Kamara to master that as well, then we've got a player on our hands. But what's really key to allow these guys to be able to do their job is having that attacking player that takes the pressure off uh, the likes of numbers for Lundstrom and Kamara. And that's where, you know, we're really seeing the benefit of the team, whether it's Tillman, Lawrence, or, or perhaps Lowry. Yeah. Moving on from Kamara, um, Aldo, um, channel member, and of course part of the rabble. Um, Kolak will score so many goals in a six-yard box. His movement is very good. His movement is outstanding, Stu. He's closing down, he's brilliant. His link-up play, as Scotty said earlier, is superb. And I think that goal today, although in the end it means nothing because it's a pre-season game, I, I think that is a very, very important goal for his confidence. We literally said last night that once he gets one, 
that that will set him on his way. And I think that is the goal that's going to do it. And you saw just that reaction because Tav's tried that flick. There's no guarantee that that's going into the six-yard box, but mm-hmm. it's just his reaction time was quicker than Premiership defenders to, to get there and, and put that away. Um, he's brilliant. I really like him. And, and I know I based all of that off of two games. I watched him against us when, when we were signing him. And I, I said then, I think he's going to be amazing for us. Um, but I, I just didn't realise how good his closing down play was, to be honest. Like, I always thought he could hold the ball up because he did it against us well. Um, his finishes against us were pretty decent, but just yeah, he closes down. He doesn't. He does it smartly. You know, he doesn't waste energy. He'll do it when he knows that there's a chance of us turning the ball over or, or causing them to clear the ball forward instead of passing it out. And um, yeah, it's just it's just having that. It, like Scotty said, he's similar to Morelos. He can play that. He can play that role, but he, he offers something different at the same time. And and I think that's like that's key for us, just having other options that, that can do different things in the same position. Um, I'm just I'm just really excited to see what he's going to do. Hopefully, starting uh, next week and against Livingston. Half time comes, Scotty one 0 Um, I suppose we're all we're all happy. We, we go in at half time. I'm I'm speaking to a few guys at half time, and I was saying I was I was actually a wee bit nervous before this game because of how good a side Tottenham are and that front three that they had. But I was in at half time, and I was I was pure confident, man. I was buzzing. Um, I could <laughs> I couldn't believe how well we had played. What went wrong second half? Was it just a case of Tottenham's quality eventually shown through, or did we just think, drop off? I, I think you might have seen that first half through blue tinted specs, Martin, because Spurs could have scored two or three mm. in that half. Granted, well, I'm never, we, I'm never we, going to apologise for my blue tinted specs. That, that's actually fine. As, and to be honest, we could have scored a couple as well. It was. Uh, I think we just ended up having the rub of the green and. Not necessarily rub the green, but I just think we uh, recovered well. Recovered well because you, you think in that first half, the amount of opportunities Kudelski had down that right hand, his right hand side, uh, and the only thing holding him back was the fact that he hasn't got a right foot. I mean, that that was actually quite wasteful from him. Um, but in the second half, you know. You're playing, you're playing. Gavin says it, Scotty, but the second half, we went for 1-0 up to 2-0 down in the space of 10 minutes. Okay, well, 10 minutes out of 90. We're playing these guys for, for 90 I know, I get minutes. that, I get that. Um, um, whether we, you know, Harry Kane is like one of the best strikers in the world. And then when you, you... He only needs two chances. He only needs two half chances. And if you think all the best the best teams and the best players, they all work in spurts, right? They're all... You can play against them for 90 minutes, but they do their damage in 10, 15 minutes. And that's exactly what Spurs did. They waited time. We we conceded a goal. We conceded a very, very good goal from Spurs. The, the, the goal we conceded, now, though, they were, they were both the same, Scotty, in terms avoidable. of it came from a yeah. break from us giving the ball away, um, albeit well, Kane's, Kane's uh, finishing I, unreal. Yeah, I, I really don't want to go down the blame route, but I feel like it's almost unavoidable in terms of that. So the first goal, I noticed that you put out on Twitter, it might have been you, that it came from Kent giving the ball away. Mm-hmm. I always think that's a really harsh thing to say. Of course when, it is. Of course it is, but it's just factual. When it's 100 yards from goal, because of there's course. an awful lot of football that needs to be played between then and the ball going in the back of your net. There's a lot of people that you can point the finger out in between that and say mm-hmm. that could have been handled better. Um, that said, I have seen that shot from that kind of Goldson 
miss block block mm-hmm. nine times out of ten it's saved by mcgregor in goal but that was so far that oh was, i'm was, i was sitting directly behind it and i seen it yeah unbelievable finish yeah and you you've just got to go right okay fair enough now the second goal the second goal is caused by a sloppy play yeah and it's caused by uh, an area and issue that needs regret and it's a case of people are saying right okay we're going to We'll probably look at that area if we qualify for the Champions League. I think it's a more pressing issue than that. I actually think it should be now uh, a priority and taking into account what Gio said no more incomings unless there's outgoing. Well, that's that's not a surprise, but now I'm thinking about it, it's, a, it's annoyed me a little bit. <laughs> we could um, talk so much more. Um, we'll give it another five minutes before I'm probably airlifted out of the press box um, because Jamie Duff was meant to be sitting in the background in case I had to go and he's just decided to disappear um, but right okay so we can see two goals to okay, early on um, second half after that I mean nothing sticks out in my head so is it, is it fair to say it just kind of fizzled out after that because Tottenham started to make quite a lot of changes, then we made some changes, and uh, it just fizzled out, didn't it? Yeah, I think uh, JD's just said he's still there, apparently, but um, <laughs> in the comments. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't know, it did. I think I-, I made a few notes, and I think after the change, I just basically noted the changes at that point. I didn't really... Mm. I think Wright had a, a sort of deflected shot that, that sort of went wide. But yeah, apart from that, the only two things that stuck out to me... And <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be like contentious, but I, I can't be dealing with McGregor with the ball at his feet anymore. I just cannot be dealing with it. Like it was Listen, twice. McGregor, McGregor made some made some saves amazing there. saves, and he's. I've always said his shot stopping will never be called into doubt. But we can't like when you're going against good teams. He's we're starting attacks from the back, and he's given the ball away thirty yards outside his own goal. What you really too much to ask to get a goalkeeper? that can make saves and play with the ball at his feet. <laughs> is it too much to ask? There must I mean, be one somewhere. There I, don't must think it's too, I don't think it's too much to ask. I just think it's very expensive. Mm. Is it? Is it? Have we looked hard enough? I don't know. I'm not part of the scouting team. Or there'll be one somewhere. <laughs> right. So, um, Scotty, overall pre-season then, look, uh, uh, well, in fact, you know what, we'll, we'll just really quickly finish on the game today. Um, Really, really satisfied that even though we were playing the better team and Spurs were a better team than us, we were still able to compete. I think that's what I'm taking from the day's game. Uh, yeah, me too. I mean, it, it's not quite the same as a European night, is it? And if we are on a European night, I think that game goes a, a lot differently and I actually think it probably swings more in our favour. So we've got to take that into account if we're going to do that. I'm not saying we're going to go beat Spurs or, or anything like that, but We've seen, I think we've still got a couple of levels to our game when it starts getting competitive. That mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna rock it through quite quite quickly. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty pleased where we are. And if I compare it to this time last season, I'm absolutely delighted. We look such an attacking threat. We look so much more composed on the ball going forward. Um, We've still got a bit of work to do defensively, but we're we're addressing that. So that's that's going to be interesting when Davis comes in and 
uh, this Turkish boy signs. So, all in all, it's it's a solid. We're in a solid, solid place in the season, and I, you know, I'm comparing it to it's not the same. Uh, the title winning fifty season in terms of confidence that we going into the season. Do you know what? I think we'll actually finish it there because there's a couple of more things I want to discuss, but I'm going to leave it for a midweek pod so we've got something to talk about. I think that sounds about the right thing to do. Remember to um, write it down so it was me I'd forget. I, I will forget, I will forget, but I'll just watch this back and then it'll remind me. So yeah, look, this was our first time in the press box for the Rangers' first team. We have, of course, been here for the women's team and the youth team in the past. Great experience. Wolf was as giddy as a kid at Christmas. I kid you not. He's probably down in that press room right now, stuck to the seat. Can he move? Um, in fact, here he comes right now. Wolf, do you want to have a quick chat with everybody before oh, we go? How was how was your experience in the press room? It was magic. I didn't I didn't ask a question because what I was going to ask was covered in a an answer to a previous question. But uh, hi, it's a good experience. Very really enjoyed that. There you go. So I tell you what. On that on that note, well, Wolf standing behind me, staring at me. Um, Scotty, thank you. No, thank you. Good to see you as always. Stu, thank you very much. No worries, thank you. Thank you to everybody watching. Of course, please, if you're on YouTube, please do like and subscribe so you can help us get into a bit more positions like this where we can offer you this kind of content and we can offer you the breaking news that Rolf gave us so we can get it to you first. Um, so, yeah, um, as the lights start to go out on iBrooks, I want to thank everybody for watching and we'll speak to you again very, very soon. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.